Hi, this is Regeline Chabot, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Jasmine Yancey. Jasmine is a voiceover talent and actress in Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to the show, Jasmine. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? So I am from originally from Los Angeles, California. I came here for school back, back in 2010, graduated in 2014, and then came went back to LA for like 11 months and then came back May 2nd, 2015, and been here ever since. I love it. Yes. Tell us more about what inspired you to become an actress. So originally I was a dancer, choreographed everything. Um, but just something always seemed like it was missing. And I have a personality to make people laugh and entertain. So I said, why not? I'll give it a shot. And I just fell for it. Like I loved it. Literally anything and everything. And tell us a little bit more about your experience as an actor. So right now, um, especially with COVID, just been auditioning and um, getting my face out there. Um, the, the actual learning how to act, not even learning how to act, just acting has brought me on a lot of um, adventures. One of them is voiceover. Um, I originally was just going to be an actress and I ended up getting into a class and she was like, well, sometimes when you're not working, you still need to have the money flowing. So therefore voiceover is a good outlet. And um, I got into it and I was just like, wow, I could just do this in the comfort of my home. I'm like, yeah, I was like, okay. And it's been going ever since. I did that about two years ago. Started that in about 2017, yeah. About two, roughly going on three years ago. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing. Now tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. So surprisingly, becoming an actress um, and having a background in dance, a lot of people laugh at me or are shocked now they're saying, I didn't know you had horrible, and I mean horrible stage fright. Like. It literally took a group of moms just to pull me on stage to stand there and cry. I'm not even gonna lie, I used to cry. I was one of those that stand on the stage and cried. Um, I think about 10 years old, we had a school play and that was the first time I was able to get on stage and actually perform without crying, without being scared. And I just went for it. And the stage ended up becoming my comfort zone, especially with the bright lights in front of me and I can't see anybody. It helped me with my shyness because I was super shy. And that challenge for me to now stand here and say, I'm an actress, I auditioned, um, and I'm just out here. It's like, while wow, you're putting yourself out there. I remember when you would literally hide behind your dad and say, don't touch me. <laughs> like, I, it's amazing how far I've really come, so. And you're an excellent. Say again? And you're an excellent speaker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have school to thank for that. I was an English major in college. <laughs> yes. Now, tell us more about a time in your life where you experienced an aha moment. Um, honestly, an aha moment was around like 2017 when I really had more of a coming to moment about who I am versus just an aha moment. Um. I was in a situation where I was really trying to depend on other people as well as um, figure out what I want. I knew I wanted to be an actress, but I was still trying to get my feet wet um, and be stable and just, like I said, figure out who I was. Um, and I was just, I, I ended up getting in a situation that wasn't 
a good situation was kind of toxic. And I had woke up one morning and I was just sitting there in my bed like, okay, I'm struggling. So I can either struggle with this person who is bringing me down, or I can do it on my own and at least struggle and get myself back onto where I wanted to be originally when I moved back to Atlanta. And so I took a chance. Um, and I've had my ups and downs, but nothing like I was in that situation. And it ended up coming to um, coronavirus, sadly. Um, a lot of people are going through tough times, but for me, it actually has done me really well. And I um, I ended up having an aha moment. This is where I'm supposed to be. Um, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I've just been moving ever since, just getting everything together. That is absolutely insane. Now, you said COVID hasn't affected you the way it has affected other people. So right. talk to us about how it's worked out for you. So originally, um, a lot of people have lost their jobs, lost their homes. Um, and I actually was in a situation where I needed to switch jobs because my job was not paying me enough to even survive. Um, coronavirus hit. Um, and actually, my cousin was working at a restaurant that pays really well. And she was just like, come over to my restaurant. And I was just like, OK. And of course, they were looking like, oh, do you have experience? And I'm like, yes, I've been doing this for a while. And I ended up um, going over there and setting a standard for myself that ended up making me a lot, a lot of money. And it made me take on more responsibility for the, my different avenues of um, entertainment. Like now I'm able to really focus on my voiceover instead of having to dedicate, you know, the time that I could find. I'm able to set a schedule so now I can work on my voiceover and work on my acting as well as other businesses that I have going on. So I know a lot of people didn't get a chance to do that. And then some people had to quarantine and stay in the house while I was juggling two jobs, three businesses. I was able to make my my world pretty much better while a lot of people were struggling. So I I feel bad for the coronavirus happening, but I literally have been flourishing ever since that happened. Amen. Likewise, as soon as COVID hit, I pivoted. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. When things like COVID happen, folks need to understand to pivot in their business and in life. You have to pivot. Very important. Now, Jasmine, you had pursued a bachelor's degree in English and a minor in dance, which you did accomplish. Talk to us a little bit more about what inspired you to pursue a bachelor's degree in English and a minor in dance. So this is a troubled um, story. Um, I originally went to Spelman. I did go to Spelman, graduated 2014. Um, but my, I loved dance. I eat, breathe, and lived it. I literally would sit in my room from 12 p.m. to 12 a.m. straight with a cup of water choreographing. Like anybody that knows me knows that. And so going to school, I wanted to go and pursue dance. Um, but I didn't know how to go about that. I didn't know how to go and, you know, audition. I didn't know. And um, my family, our college educated teachers, lawyers, engineers, so they don't know about the arts like that either. So, um, they're just like, no, you're going to school, you're getting a degree in something that's going to make sense when you get out. And dance didn't make sense to them. Um, and I can see why. It's, it's not really a place, it's not really a, um, it's not something you need a degree for. So I, I, I respect that in a sense. So, and my mom was paying, well, my parents were paying for it. So I was just like, okay, um, I'm on their dime. I don't know any other way. And actually I want to get to Atlanta and be an adult. So I picked English. 
um, because it was the next best thing. I love to read. I love to write. And I said, okay, and I'll just minor in dance to keep dancing my life. And I really honestly think that's what pushed me to acting because although, you know, literature is the mouths of different literature, but they literally had a course specifically for Shakespeare. And I've not met one person that's like, I love Shakespeare. Like nobody loves Shakespeare, but Jasmine Yancey. <laughs> I literally will sit here and read all the plays. And it was to the point, I was just telling the story to somebody. Um, one of the teachers, she was actually my teacher for the first course of the English major at Spelman. And I, I'm going to be honest, I couldn't pass the course to save my life. And she's like, it's the first course. Like, if you can't pass this, you can't pass the rest of the major. And I'm like, I don't know if I should be doing this. I probably should keep dancing. Well, it ended up, she ended up being the only teacher to um, teach Shakespeare. And everybody's like, nobody's going to pass this. It's like Cod Law is filming. You have to take this three times. Like nobody passed it the first time. And I just remember sitting in class and she had made a joke. Um, this, our Shakespeare class, she had made a joke. And it might my, my just a big class. And I'm the only one who laughed. And she looked at me and she said, okay. So it's not that you don't understand the English language or literature or anything. You have specific stuff that you're into and you pay attention to. So... Shakespeare was my thing. And I realized, okay, I like plays. I love to act things out, have scripts. So yeah, that's when I realized, okay, you need to go on an act. <laughs> I love it. Very inspired. You love to write. For the audience that's listening in today, can we expect to see a book from you, Jasmine? Anytime yeah, soon? Expect to see a script. I plan on becoming a director who sits over here and writes her own scripts that really dedicate to the lives of people's stories, um, such as yours, and other stories that aren't really heard because there's always there's always this type of story and this type of story, but there's always something in between that I want everybody to be able to relate to that can honestly make our world better. Everybody needs to be heard. So, scripts, yes. <laughs> Love it. And yes, you you have done the voice work before my books. Walk with me in God first. So I'm, I truly appreciate you, Jasmine. Thank you. Appreciate that opportunity. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Honestly, because I go through it every day. Um, a heart of compassion, as you explained in your book, yes, a heart of compassion, but also understanding. A lot of times I will get frustrated and I will just think, oh, put yourself in that person's shoes. A lot of people don't put themselves in other people's shoes and expect everybody to know what they're doing or know how everything is supposed to run based off of their opinions and attitudes towards something. And I catch myself doing it all the time. And sometimes I have to say, now, if you, the shoe was on the other foot, how would you feel? And I'm like, all right, I'll let that slide. So that's what I would say. Um, treat others the way you want to be treated. Um, that's my biggest model. Um, and yeah, if you don't like something that's done to you, why would you do it to somebody else? Amen. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Very powerful lesson. Thank you, Jasmine. And where can the audience find you? Um, I'm on Instagram. Listen to Jazz. I'm also on Facebook, Jasmine Yancey. I also have another Instagram called officially underscore Yancey. That is my actress page that I am currently building on. But if you just want my personal pages to see what I'm up to, what I'm doing, voiceover, acting, my other businesses, or just simply just personally. Yeah. 
you can go to listen to jazz. I'm on that one more. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, Jasmine on all the social media handles. And Jasmine, thank you again for the Walk With Me podcast. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You have a blessed day.